Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We are never going to be better than this. This is episode 14, Charlie St. Cloud from 2010. <laughs> I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. This is February. This is a month with a bonus episode coming in two weeks. Oh, that's right. We do have a bonus episode coming out. Yeah. But this is also a month where we have what arguably is the perfect Zack Attack movie. That this was a movie that when I was watching, I messaged Joe and I said, if you were to write a movie for Zac Efron, <laughs> it would be this movie. Like, this is, this checks off all your boxes. Like, there's there's nothing in this movie that you probably don't love. And I can't think of anything in the 13 episodes that we've recorded that you love that isn't in this movie. Like, this is so wonderful. Yeah, We yeah, have it's... so much shirtless, so much crying. So much Ghost crying. Boys. We have sappy music. We have... Terrible movie. Forced in love story, terrible movie. God, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Th- this I think this is the pinnacle of Zack Attack. Like <laughs> movie wise, I don't think we can ever get better than this. Ha 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 ha. Speaking of that, I want to I want to let our viewers know, our listeners know, that this morning I was just flipping through channels, and I have all the movie channels on Five Star Max, which I looked up is for <laughs> award winning recent films. Uh, recent films, like it's just a Cinemax channel, all about that. We are your friends on this morning, and so <laughs> it should I, have won awards. I don't know what awards they claim that it won, but it should I have don't won. know either. It's so good. Like I was just like, oh, because it's been it's on TV kind of a lot because whenever one of those movie channels buys the rights to it or buys the rights to a block of movies, they just show those movies all the time. But for it to be on this channel, I mean, it was like eight thirty in the morning, but like still, well, I don't know why it's there. Movie, it just, dude. I it mean, made me so happy. I mean, yeah, glorious. I mean, Jeff's taken over. I just saw Wes Bentley, the guy from We yeah. Are Your Friends and something else, and I was like, this isn't like he's not in that movie. Like, I don't. He's care. not smoking like, PCP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is he doing here? He's not being a washed-up DJ. Sucks. Like, I want to see Zeph in everything, obviously, because we're doing this, but I never want to see Wes Bentley in anything else. Even Emily Ratajkowski, like, she can do photo shoots, that's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. But, like, I don't want her to do anything, movie. any other movies aside from We Are Your Friends. Like, that's what I want to remember her as forever. Yeah, yeah, she's she's not doing any other movies. Like, that was the beginning and end of her career. I mean, good luck to her, but at the same time, I think that that's, like, it's pretty much over. <laughs> So this movie, the female lead is Amanda Ware, who plays the young woman, young girl Silicon on Valley. Silicon Valley. Yep. And so I just called her Silicon Valley girl the entire time. Perfect. I didn't know until, like, you already knew. End. You already knew that that's what I was going to do anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Do you know Silicon what her name Valley. in the movie is without looking it up? No. It was useless. I didn't need her name. Right. Until about like an hour fifteen in, when they when she goes missing, her name is Tess, which is a very old timey name. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were trying to do this like old money type feel to the movie, you know, like yep. Zeph's not part of the upper crust, but everybody else seemed to be, so that makes sense. So that's what's interesting, that this movie sets itself up as a haves versus have-nots, Definitely does. the poor kid in a town full of rich people, and then like 20 minutes into the movie, that thread goes away entirely, and then by the end of the movie... When Zeph sort of saves the day, and we'll get to there, they're like, what are you going to do now? He's like, I'm going to sail around the world. I'm like, with what money? Yeah. Like, you have no money. Like, it's so expensive to just not work and just sail around the world. But, like, that's what he's going to do, apparently. On this note, we get a new Zeph job in this movie. We do. I wrote that down. That's very exciting. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's start. So we, we start, the movie starts out. They're on the boat already, right? Zeph and his little brother. I thought the little brother was going to die in the boat race. We knew from the description last episode that we this brother the trailer, was going to die. We read the description, so we yep. knew that the br- the brother had to die, right? But we, I thought he was going to die 
in the boat immediately, boom, it was going to be like the whole like start from the go. It's a really interesting game to play. It's how is this kid going to die? Oh, yeah. And every scene, because every scene he's in, he could very easily die. Like, <laughs> he's, he's always in danger. He's, yeah, he's, he's living a really wild life for a, what, 11 year old <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah, he's like, oh man, yeah, in the boat, they're just like rogue boating all the time. Like, well, so that kid loves three things in life. He loves boating, baseball. he loves baseball, and he loves Zach Efron, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, like, he, yeah. Doesn't, he has no interest in anything else, and the tension in this movie, and I guess the, the real narrative tension, even after the kid dies, is that Zeph is going to go off to college, and his brother is devastated. He does not want Zeph to go away. Yeah, they don't have a dad, so like, he's like the only kind of father figure, but at the same Sometimes Zeph, they have. Did you notice that they have like the weirdest brother relationship ever? They're like best brothers ever, and then at the same time, they're like constantly always fighting about dumb shit. Like I yes, don't have a brother, like I have a weird. sister, but at the same time, it's like you're never like full on like yelling at each other like half the conversations you have over the dumbest shit. Well, I think that just adds to the overall melodramatic flair of this movie, which is wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. So this is also another movie that's based on a book, and I feel like there's probably more to their relationship in the book. Like there has to be, but in the movie they're just like, <laughs> how are we gonna... not considering how the movie came <laughs> well, out? So what's interesting-ish is that when this book was getting option to become a movie, one of the things that I read was that there was a bidding war for it, and Universal wound up winning it and distributing the movie, and paid somewhere between half a million and a million dollars just to buy the rights to the script. Damn. So... It's a like this was a highly coveted book that became was it this Nicholas really... Sparks? Is this a Nicholas Sparks book? I don't know. It's not. I don't know what the guy's name is. I don't know if he ever wrote another thing that became a movie. If I can remember right, let me th- let me look that up. Yeah, because this has to be like one of these books. Like they have to be riding the like Notebook wave on this, right? That's what they have to be. Banking oh yeah, on. totally. That's what they're trying to do here. So like the Notebook did really good. They were like, oh shit, sappy movies, awesome. We're gonna nail this, and that's this is what they came up with. That's why the book was like. So this was written by a guy named Ben Sherwood, whose birthday is in February, so happy birthday month to you, Ben Sherwood. <laughs> the I'm sure only he's writing credit he has on IMDb is for Charlie St. Cloud, because he wrote a book called The Death and Life of Charlie St. Cloud, which, by the way, is this the first movie that Zeph dies in? Does Zeph die in this movie? He dies and gets revived. Oh, okay, yes, then... I think this is the first dead Zeph. Yes, yes, I think let me, it might Let me double-check that, because I was trying to think, and I meant to look that up before we started recording. No, because I, th- I think you're right, dude. so many people in this movie die. It's crazy how many this people movie in this movie die. This movie is full of dead people. He is like the fucking Grim Reaper. Every person he comes into contact with just dies. I'm surprised his mom didn't die. I want to say right now, his mom, Kim Basinger, needless to say, which is like, not in the movie. Like She's yeah, in the beginning the and then just She just like, leaves Zeph. Like, the whole thing is like, oh, we only have this small family. We're going to stick together. Take care of your brother. And then the brother <laughs> dies and she's like, fuck it, peace. I'm out. Moving to Portland. And then the only time she's like back in the movie is she calls him and leaves him a voicemail and says, hey, I miss you. I hope you're okay. And he doesn't even answer the phone. Yeah, he's just like, fuck mom. Yeah, well, he was hungover and shit. But at the same time, yeah, it's like, fuck. He doesn't die in the paper, boy, does he? No, I don't think or 
the lucky one? No. No, then he doesn't die. This is the first movie he dies. Okay, so before we spoil any more, this movie's on Netflix, so go watch this, because if you love Zack Attack, if you love Zack Attack for why we love watching these movies and doing Zack Attack... If you Zack love Attack, shitty movies... You're gonna love this movie. If you actually like the, the Notebook, if you like The Notebook ironically, watch this movie. Either one. What I think is really funny is that Netflix, the more movies and stuff you rate on Netflix, their algorithm is genuinely amazing, and it's yeah, pretty it's good. good in terms of, like, how many stars it thinks that you're gonna give something. It thought I was going to give this one like one and a quarter. I wish I could give it more than five stars. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. This is one of these. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch this one again. No. Well, but it not is the by pinnacle. myself. But it's kind of a movie you're like, I need to show you a crazy Zeph movie. Yeah, yeah. No, like we were talking about this in the scheme of things. If I was trying to get somebody to watch Zeph movies or into Zack Attack, things I would go would be The Lucky One. Yep. Waif. Yep. Obviously, they're probably exposed to neighbors. But, right. like, this one, if they were like, okay, like, oh, I've seen a ton of Zeph movies. If somebody was like, I'm a Zeph fan, I've seen a ton of Zeph movies, I'd be like, but did you see Charlie St. Cloud? Because that, Which this is. Which I don't know. So, okay, so Cage Club Podcast Network artist Melissa Lynham, who did the artwork for Zack Attack and has done the artwork for Cage Club and Keanu Club and everything. Awesome. She told me, this is sort of a little bit of a, maybe, I don't know if she wants me to share this on air. She said she saw this in theaters. Now, she was working in a movie theater at the time, and so she didn't have to pay for it. However, this is a movie I feel like has a very specific demographic that a lot of people... What is your idea of the demographic? I want to hear what Women, you're... you know, like young girls, people... Okay, so here's, here's a little bit of a hint into who the demographic is. So Ray Liotta and Kim Basinger, who are both in this movie, yeah. on IMDb it says they both signed on to this movie so their daughters could meet Zac Efron. That's why they're oh, in this movie. wow. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is one of the best facts I've ever heard in my life. Ray Liotta's like, fuck Goodfellas. I'm doing <laughs> Charlie St. Cloud so that my daughters can meet Zeph. That's cool. Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, Ray Liotta's daughter, like, yeah, 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 dad. Like, we, we, we know that you've been in good stuff, but, like, can you do, like, a movie with Zac Efron so, like, I can hang out with him on set? <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. That's the Dad of the Year award. That dude needs a Father's Day present right now. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's a really good one. Also, for the record, this is... That's that's only the tip of the iceberg. This movie has my favorite IMDb trivia for any movie that we've ever done on any podcast. I'm stoked. Just keep dropping them in. I love it so much. I love it so much. Oh, man, it's so good. It's so, so good. So So that's the demographic, I think. It's for... Because it's rated PG-13. The whole, like, you know, he's just, like, lying there daydreaming. Every shot in this movie, for the most... Like, the last half hour, it's just him looking sad with tears in his eyes. Not necessarily crying, but on the verge of tears. And it's just like... Wait, before before we get into this, how many cries did you count? Did you count them, and how many did you count? I didn't do... I wrote them down each time. I didn't cry. Do you have a cry count? I have a cry count. What's my cry count my total came to four with both a shirtless cry and wait, hold on. I got, I, we definitely had a shirtless cry and we had a running cry. And I think we might have had a running shirtless <laughs> cry too. Like no, no, we had a running cry and a shirtless cry. It was just like it was a perfect mix of everything. Yeah. Okay, so I think the first cry, I have two written down. I remember more than two. The first one is after his brother dies and he's crying at his funeral, right? Is that the first one? No. The first one's in the ambulance. He starts crying there. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So the second cry is at the graveyard. Is at the graveyard. Yeah. Immediately afterwards, it's just one. I, I mean, I counted those as two separate cli- cries. Those two scenes. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So then we get, and then he starts crying there and b- breaks out into a run and continues to cry, which is amazing. Yeah. And then the other cry that I wrote down is after he finds out that they think that Tess, the girl from Silicon Valley is dead, or at the very least, she's missing. And so he's, like, in this bar, and he starts crying then, thinking about That's her. the third cry. And the fourth cry is when he's on the boat looking for When they're Tess rescuing her. And misses his brother, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we're going to get to all those, because those are four very separate, very important cries. <laughs> yeah, just let it out, bud. There's also so many, like, there's so many variations on shirtless Zephyr here that we didn't even, like, think about. Like, let's get oh, into man. Let's get into the movie. Let's go through the movie Okay. So we can get into it. So, I have a lot of notes about this movie. Same. So we start out, they're sailing, brother and him and on the is, boat, and, he and they crush ripped. it. Yeah, he's, he's ripped. ripped. He's doing this, like, hang off the fucking sailboat thing. I don't know if that's a legal move or not. Apparently, well, everybody's it, but... doing it, so I think it is legal. Okay. I think they're just better at it. Okay, so he and a small child are kicking the shit out of people that are, like, <laughs> both professional sailors. So now, what is that race? Because they're talking about how when they go it's off like to college... It's like their neighborhood race. It's like their neighbor, like their club team of the neighborhood, like, rich neighborhood club team kind of race. And then they're just there because they have a boat, too. Yeah. I could have used some dad background in this. Because they're like, oh, yeah, he played for the Red Sox, but, like, they never said anything about fucking boating. So, like, where did they learn to boat, you know? I don't know. It had, it had to be him, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Who knows? But there's also, like, it's important and official enough for a reporter to be there taking pictures of them for the newspaper. Yeah, but it's, like, your local newspaper. I mean, like, that makes sense. They're they're in a rich place, dude. You have, like, dumb shit like this all the time. It's probably, like, a bulletin. There's a newspaper. And so they're he and the brother are getting along so well on this boat that I wrote down that it is going to be devastating when this kid dies. Because they it's basically like a romance movie right now between those two. Yeah. Like, they are in love with each other. Yeah, they're just, like, a great team. That's, I mean, that's cool. I get it. You know, like, no dad, whatever. Like, they're just hanging out in their bros, man. Cool. So, and then and then they clearly show you in the movie that Zef isn't upper crust at all. Like, he's the only one that's, like, rough around the edges, and the brother yep. has, like, the Red Sox hat, and everybody else is in boat shoes and sweaters. So, now, where does this take place? In New England, right? Sunset Canyons. Duh. Where's where's that? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I, I, to me, it kind of looked like it, to me it felt more like the Northwest almost. So okay, so it was filmed. Okay, so what I read in the Go preview ahead, was me. that. They wanted money to film it in Maryland, and then, like, backers dropped out, so they had to go film it in Vancouver. So you're right about it feeling like the Northwest, because that's actually where they shot it, because everything's cheaper to shoot up in British Columbia. That's fine, yeah. It feels like the Northwest to me. I think, though, it's New England, because they're talking about going to Yale, they're talking about going to, like... Stanford is in California, so that's why it was, Uh, like... But, like, the kid's wearing a red side. So, like, okay. So, at the very least, if they grew up in New England, I don't know. Because, I don't know. Yeah, they just don't talk about this shit. Maybe we should have read the book. Okay. (laughs) So. But, like, the kid, the kid, so, like, later in the movie, like, when the kid actually dies, he's watching the Red Sox-Yankees game, and then he wants to go to a friend's house dressed in the Red Sox clothes, and Zeph is like, are you going out like that? Which, like, why, who would ever judge a kid for, like, he's not, like, he doesn't look weird. He's wearing a jersey. He's got, like, a foam finger. Yeah. Like, that's strange. Yeah, and he's, like, a small child. Like, you know what I mean? You're, like... He's eight or ten. Yeah, so it's, like, okay. Yeah, that was weird. Agreed. Yeah, what the fuck was he doing? Okay. So I th- we think it's in New England, but who, who knows? Yeah. But I'll stick by Pacific Northwest. They're definitely not up across. And then we get to, like, the high school. It's, like, graduation day. Yep. 
And then and I got boom, so excited because I was like, little Franco pops out and he looks so stoned in this scene. He doesn't <laughs> think, like I don't think that kid knew what his name was. Like he repeats like the same thing like three times in a row. And did they like? Did you notice this? What does he say? He's like, hey, hey, hey. Oh no, he goes. Oh no, he goes. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Is actually what he said. Does he? <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. I was so excited to see him that I just didn't even pay attention to what he said. He's yeah, only- it was two scenes in this movie and the second one is after spoiler alert he's dead yeah i know so which is amazing so i was like i was all stoked that we see little franco that he does all right all right all right and it looked like one of those like he was trying to cue his brain into being unstoned for like the next 15 seconds (laughs) he was like all right all right you know and he's like saying it like with like with conviction like i'm okay and then he's like i'm gonna talk about this movie now and then so he does it what's crazy is he looks the same like zeph looks younger he's got zeph that like way younger, younger surfer agreed. boy haircut yep. but d franco looks exactly the same yeah he looks pretty much he pre- looks pretty much the same i just saw him in and what did that movie fringe or whatever the one with the other chick where do you see this movie oh i with the other chick and something it's not called fringe i can tell you that much it's like this game they're like playing this game on their phones. oh nerve Nerve, that one, yes. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, I liked it too. Anyways, he does look the same. I was so excited, though, in this scene, though, because I was like, oh, we're so close to High School Musical. We're so close. Oh, yeah, we're getting their Bieber haircuts coming real soon. It's so, it's so soon. Mm-hmm. This is the central conflict, presumably, for the movie. It's that he graduates high school, he's got one summer left. Yeah, he got one summer left, they have a, they have a giant kegger, Franco, Franco needs him there, so he wants to go to this kegger and just, like, decides to dip on his brother. Like, why wouldn't Which you just, like... Which is a dick move, yeah. No, but, like, if your brother's 11 and you've been brothers together and you, like, boat together, you'd be like, yo, don't tell mom... I'm going to go out. I'll be back later. Like, sorry, bro. Or, like, maybe bring him to the party? No, I don't think you'd bring him to the party because it's like a kick. You know, like, you don't want your mom to get that pissed at you. So you'd be like, come on, dude. Can you go, like, come on? Like, Yeah, but Zeph sneaks out a window. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It was so weird. Like, his brother would be, like, maybe his brother's, like, super clingy, and we're just, like, not picking up on that. That's That must be what it was. His brother was just, like, crazy clingy. To well, him. he's gotta be, because Zeph promises his brother, when I get home from work, which I don't know what he does. What is his work? We don't know. Boating? We don't it's know. What, whatever it is, he gets home from work, and until he goes away to college, for an hour each day, he'll play catch so the kid can become better but, at baseball. But Zeph is being fucking clingy, too, because he was like, you were late. If we're serious about this, you can never be late. And you're like, dude, your but brother I feel was like, like in the, the house. In him. No, but, but like, yeah. he was like at his house. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, dude, you just want to put his shoes on. Let the kid like have three minutes. It wasn't like he like came in and he was like masturbating playing video games or something. Like... <laughs> Like, let him go. And his excuse was, I couldn't find my glove. And Zeph is like, that's not an excuse. Like, I don't care. Yeah, he just gets all pissed at him. By the way, why the fuck are they just allowed to fire this cannon whenever the feel fuck they feel like? This it's, town it's just so fires weird. the cannon, like, yep. 20 times a day. A They're just, like, constantly firing this cannon. Does anybody want to live here? Like, what are they shooting? <laughs> like, I had so many questions about this cannon. There's got to be in the novel some reason for that, like, some significance. But, like, they just have it firing all the time in the movie. Like, yeah, it's it just constantly seems like when firing. It, whenever someone's deep in thought, the cannon just <laughs> goes boom. Boom, boom, like all the time. So they're driving to the party. And, and, the, he, and they Zeph mentioned gonna... Sunset Canyons like 300 times before this scene. Sunset Canyons is like every fourth word of the movie until this point. And we don't know why, 
but we soon find out. And Zeph is going to drop the little brother off at his friend's house, not on the way, but like willing to do it. And as I'm writing down, it's a continuous game of how is this kid going to die? Yes. Yes. They so get we're like, rammed from behind. Well, them and then, punching each other in the car, I was like, yo, dude. The, they, yep. And they're constantly just making eye contact that whole scene. I'm like, yep. pay the fuck attention. You're going to kill your brother. We know this. That's a crazy thing. I don't remember what movie it was, but it was a movie a couple months ago that I, wrote, I think I tweeted about. Like People driving in movies always makes me so nervous because yeah. like it's a, it's this is something completely separate. But do you remember that movie? I'm sure you didn't see it because it's not good. Well, maybe you would like it, though, then. Uh, that San Andreas movie with The Rock and no, with Alexander Daddario. No. So the f- opening scene is some girl who's not related to them is texting on her phone and, like, swerving all over the road. And that doesn't get her in trouble. It's just that, like, an earthquake happens. But oh. I was like, what? Like, it's... But that's <laughs> exactly... Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't like that they, like, they kind of glorify it. I mean, if we had to make people stop smoking in movies, we should make them stop dicking around in cars in movies. That scares the shit out of me more. I know that you want to have, like, eye contact while, like, having a conversation, but at the same time, watch the road. Please, just for me, watch the road. All you have to do is do that, the movie trick of you put someone in the back seat and you get them to keep looking in the rear view and then it doesn't yeah. feel so weird. That's way better. Or just, like, stare stare straight ahead and, like, glance over every once in a while, like, like normal people do. See? The Joes fix movies. There you go. But, like, what's crazy about the way the kid dies is that it's not even their fault. They just get No, rammed. and they make it seem like Zeph's going to be, like, such an idiot. And also they make this reference like Zeph was drinking. You know what I mean? Like, they make they made it seem like Zeph was drinking for some reason. Like, and he wasn't. He didn't even get to the party yet. Well, yeah, because later in the movie, when they're at that bar... The dude says nobody wants it's... you to be the designated driver. I don't know if that's yeah. a, a drinking... No, I think it's just, like, a, you killed your brother while driving car. and no one okay, wants maybe. to be driven around by you. Yeah. But that's still a dick thing to say. Yeah, that was like, probably one of the most vicious lines ever. The meanest thing you could possibly say. Because even though it's not Zeph's fault at all, they get hit from behind, they spin out, and then they get T-boned by, like, a semi. Yeah. It's not Zeph's fault, but, like, it's, he's going to think it's his fault forever because he Did loved you? this kid, and he was driving. And, like, he shouldn't have been out and all this different stuff. True. Just as a side note, did you think that the black kid in this movie looked like a young Eric from every movie that his name is Eric in. Mike and Dave. I was just imagining him. Oh, Because he plays the same dude. Like the dude from Mike and Dave, the dude from Neighbors 2... Oh, just like uh, like Mike and Dave, like the guy who's getting married? Yes, yes. I was just imagining the young Goldman Sachs kid that says nobody wants you to be a designated driver to be like the young dickhole version of Eric. Well, because he looked familiar, but I don't think I've seen him in anything. Maybe no, it's just you're, like just, that you're, you're type. piecing, like, yeah, yeah, you're piecing him together with Eric, bro. Yeah. So anyway, that like it. uptight, rich black guy. Yes, exactly. It's a very weird stereotype, but like it's it, a it's very a thing, weird I guess. stereotype. But I, apparently, Zeph movies like were on the third one of this stereotype, so that's a really bizarre thing to me. Yes. At least like Michael B. Jordan in that awkward moment is different. Like he's got more things to do than he's just he's not just that one note. So it's not all movies. It's just. Three out of 14, which is still kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Our percentages are getting really high for weird shit. Back to it. Now, they're, you know, brother hit, spawn, tractor trailer, boom, brother's dead. They both die. 
Zeth has to be revived. And yes. he has like these like Raylio to save him. Yeah, Raylio to saves him, which is very important for some reason, I guess, which they never pay off really. But no. he's got like these like crisscrosses on his heart. Now, because he came back from the dead, I guess, he can see dead people? Yeah, so we just take this weird like sixth sense type turn in the movie for no reason. I don't know how this actually came to play in the movie, but apparently that's just what happened. Yeah, I don't know, but this is the first shirtless Zeph we get, I think. Like we get on the boat, we have him like sleeveless, yeah. but he's got like a vest on. Yeah. But here we totally unexpected. Shirtless in the ambulance. Shirtless I mean, getting it, revived, yeah. That's not that's not how I saw that coming. So I definitely thought boat or beach. But if yeah. Vegas was putting out odds of like how shirt Zeph is gonna be shirtless in the movie, that's gotta be like the like that's thing Ambulance you is bet. forty to one, yeah. Yeah. That's like, oh, I just hit big. Like that's just like a thing that's never gonna happen. But that's the first shirtless Zeph. It's um it's kind and of And then amazing. he cries. If you could have parlayed that with a cry in the ambulance, damn Oh man, you make some real money. Yeah. Yeah, so we get that, then whatever we get, we, we cut, get... We smash cut to the funeral. Smash cut to the funeral. Yeah, we're just like, that's it. You go from the ambulance to the funeral. He, like, sees his brother's hand not moving straight to the funeral. So, like, they get they get rid of this kid pretty quick. He has the Zeph glove. Zeph is crying. Everyone's sad because this is a kid who died. And they're lowering the great... They're lowering the casket into the ground. They're like, yeah. you can toss the glove in now. And he looks up and he thinks he sees the brother sitting behind the gravestone. And he looks down and looks back up. Oh, no, I didn't... it does. It's okay. So he, he looks down and looks up and he sees the guy. He sees, like, what looks like sort of like a hat and like a jacket. Like the same clothes that the kid was wearing oh, when he weird. died. Oh, weird. I didn't catch that. Go ahead. Then he looks down and looks back and it's just flowers instead. Which is why he tosses the glove and he runs off because he's just like, I can't handle this. I want to find my brother. And then I don't know if this is the job that he had before. Then he just runs to the, makes... he runs to the woods. Boom, Sunset Canyons. He falls. And then do we see the brother there or does it cut straight to his job? Do you remember? I think they cut straight to his job because I have crying Zeph, oh hell yes. And then I wrote down... Running Zeph crying, oh no. Oh no, I wrote, oh no, zombie brother. <laughs> Then I wrote down what's on the kid's gravestone, which is taken too young, alive in our hearts forever. Then we cut to Zeph at work. And I don't know if this is the job that he used to have, or if he took this job after his brother died I think to be close he, I to think his he brother. Takes a job. I think he takes a job after Probably. his brother died. Yeah. He's not working at the graveyard, just doing like sort of maintenance okay. and groundkeeping. New, new Zeph job. Gravekeeper yep. and professional sign painter. Why they showed four cuts of him painting signs blows my mind. It has nothing to do with the movie, but they were like very intent on getting scenes of him painting signs for like 13 seconds. He's also a professional goose chaser away with garbage can lids. Yes. He takes two garbage can lids and just like bangs them together and chases geese away from wherever so they don't poop on things. Yeah. So that ties into what might be my favorite line in IMDb trivia history. Are you ready for this? Yeah, tell me. So normally, like, when I write down the trivia, I condense it so that just, like, sort of, like, a few words that I remember what it is. I left this verbatim because it's amazing. Please read it. If the film had been shot in the United States, like I explained earlier, they shot it up in Vancouver. Yeah. If the film had been shot in the United States, Charlie St. Cloud could have dealt with Canadian geese at the cemetery, but because it was shot outside Vancouver, Canadian geese could not be used since they are a protected species. Oh. But real geese were used instead. Which, to me, whoever wrote this down thinks that Canadian geese are not real geese. No, I, I feel like they really had to import, like, stage geese 
for this and not use real actual Canadian geese. No, they used American geese. I just like this trivia bit that they're differentiating between Canadian geese and, and real quote, unquote, geese. Real geese. <laughs> Fucking make America great again. It's that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Like that's I just read that I laughed out loud at that. Like yeah, it's that's not a good one, funny man. on its own, but it's just like some, just the way that they use real geese, like oh, Canadian real geese, they're not real geese. Like <laughs> no. we, you want American geese, like you want you want America the beer, like you want a real beer, like you want real geese. Like let's import these geese. Like that's there's such a weird train of logic here. <laughs> yeah, to, that we can't wrote connect. This. Yeah, man, I love, I love it. I love yeah, it. That's pretty weird. I wanted to, who the fuck was okay? Real geese. So Zeb's chasing the real geese, and then boom, little Franco <laughs> shows up. Did you know little Franco was dead when he first showed up? No, I didn't either. No idea until so like little Franco's back. Oh man, I can't believe what's his name. He's died. in his because he went overseas. He joined the military. He joined, I think, the navy or something, and he went overseas. Air force he, or something. Yeah, whatever. He I don't comes know. back in his full uniform. And when I was like, dude, like I was like, dude, he like squatted up real quick because like they're still pretty young. It was like five years later, right? Didn't we get like a five years later jump? Didn't it say that? I don't think. So. I think Rachel it's the mentioned same summer. it. No, Rachel mentioned it. It says five years later. Do they? I never. I didn't write that down. I didn't see that. I don't think that happened. Yeah, she said five years later. I think that there was a five years later blurb when you get to his new job. Okay, that's okay. Zef just sees someone like rubbing a gravestone, and little Franco says, "If I was gonna rub one out, I wouldn't do it in a graveyard, Saint Cloud." And it's just like, oh, little Franco's making a masturbation joke. Like, look at that. Yeah, and then which he was kind of weird. Away. And we pan down, and we see it's a gravestone for little Franco. It's just like, no, 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 no. At first, you get the part with his, like, Aussie friend. Is that dude Aussie? He seems like an Aussie, right? Or he's he's some kind of, like, British Aussie something or other, yeah. I can't distinguish it. Uh, and not in him. I, I He felt like Aussie to me. So anyways, you see him watching Franco. I mean, you sorry, you see him watching Zeph, and there's no Franco there. And then it cuts back to the conversation. And that's when we were like, oh, shit, he's dead. Right, yes, yes, yes. Also at the graveyard, not that scene, I think it's the scene either right before or right after, we have Silicon Valley Girl show up, and she is pissed about, about her dead flowers. dad's dead flowers. Yeah. And she's, like, so upset that she doesn't even recognize, I don't think, Zeph. How do they pretend like they don't recognize each other? It's he so know, He knows her because later in the movie, he says something about the flowers, and she's like, how do you know that? Were you at my dad's memorial or funeral or whatever? So he knows her. She just doesn't recognize him, even though early in the movie... Char- yeah, it's weird. Anyways, they're playing this, like, weird game where they, like, pretend Wait, like they don't on. know each other. Hold on. Here's, here's a question. Do we ever meet her dad? I thought her dad was Donald Logue, the guy who, with a long, shoulder-length-ish blonde hair... No, 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 no. My, no. Who's he? He's just her, her sailing coach. Oh, okay. Because she's rich and she has a sailing coach. Yes. And she so was, was like professional. She's like a professional sailor. I think that he was. Yes, he was in one scene, like in that weird scene where where he's like Stanford versus Yale, mark it down. Like you see her dad, like right before that, like oh good job, honey, and like oh because she's know. getting hugged by someone and she yes. says something like he's too good about Zeph. Yes. Like he's too good. Like I can't yeah, beat him. He's dad. too good. Yep, that's her dad. Okay, okay, okay. So he just dies off screen. And yeah, then everybody's gets, dying in this movie. Everybody dies. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like the fuck. <laughs> like um, Game of Thrones in here, <laughs> just they just kill off everyone. Okay, everyone you love is gonna die at one point or another in this movie. Yeah. So then he goes to a store to buy a plane. We still haven't seen Ghost Boy yet. No, I don't we think have. He no, up. we have. No, I have... no, no, no. I yeah, I we have. 
Because I because re- I yell, oh no, zombie brother! I, he he had to have seen him right before the graveyard job. You just see him once. Let me see here. And he's playing catch with him, and he's like, I'm going to go... Yeah, because when I thought that he got the helicopter... Oh, yeah, no, I just didn't write it down. You're right, you're right. Because, yeah, yeah, the helicopter is the scene I want to talk about. Yeah, so I thought when he got the helicopter, he was buying his brother, like, a birthday present, and that he was covering it up by saying it was for the geese. Okay. So that's what I thought his play was. So, like, he didn't seem as crazy as it would sound, because he's kind of self-conscious about the whole dead brother seeing him thing. Well, because he's a crazy person. Yeah, but dude, like, I don't know. If you're convincing, I like, if, if dude, weird shit happens to me all the time. I tell my friends it, they can choose to believe it or not. It's not like I'm not going to say it or be self-conscious about it. I'm going to be like, I had this fucking weird dream, and this is what happened. And then it does happen, and they're like, oh, shit. Okay, you were right, or whatever. It doesn't, that doesn't mean you're crazy, just because weird a, shit happens a, to you. On a side note, I just watched the episode, I'm watching The Sopranos now for the first time, Congrats, and I just saw dude, the, the so fourth episode, you. thank you, thank you, uh, where Tony Soprano dreams about Dr. Melfi, and he then has her followed, and that, like, detective buddy of his beats the shit out of her date, which is, you know, so you can go one of two ways, you can either, like, not tell anyone about your dreams, or, like, have someone followed, either way, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little fork in the road there, but yeah. What I thought was really funny is that when he's buying this helicopter that he says his Go ahead. Keys, I know. I'm thinking it. You're going to say it. Go ahead. There's just three girls staring at him, and yeah. they're all debating like whether he's cute or not. He's like, one says he's cute, and then the other says, puppies are cute. He's weird. And this is yet another movie where Zeph is just not like universally attractive to people, which is bananas. Yeah, that and so my thought was is, is how unsuave Zeph is throughout the oh, whole that, movie. Oh, also that, yeah. Like, he just comes up, but he just, like, he is being a little weirdos. Excuse me. Sorry, that's the part that freaks me out, you know? Like, so, but there are three girls behind the counter where there's really only space for one. Yeah, they're working in this small-ass shop. Dude, this is, like, the richest town in the world, by the way. It has to be. What other fucking toy store do you know that has three teenage girls employed at, at the same time? And they're all making six figures. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> So, it, this reminds me of a time when I was working at Best Buy, and the store closed at 9, at like 8.45 on like a random weekday night. Mark Sanchez, then quarterback for the Jets, and Hayden Panettiere of Heroes of Nashville, of things you've seen her in. You know who she is? Do you know who she is? No, send me a picture. She's short, she's blonde, she's pretty. That doesn't really help anything. No. By the way, this is like one of the first Zeph movies we watched sober, so I have like very little Rachel commentary. She was in like her normal mood, which is like pretty calm. Do you know her? Uh, no, I don't. What else would you oh, Go ahead, go ahead. So she walks into the store, come on. So she and Mark Sanchez walk in the store at like 8.45. They were supposedly not dating, but they were probably dating. And so I was just thinking as there's these three girls staring at Zeph in this store, it was one of those nights where like, first of all, there's nobody else in the store, but second of all, there's like two famous people, and so apparently everyone in the store had, like, quote-unquote things to do at the front of the store when they were checking out. So the same sort of thing where, like, just, like, all three girls just standing at the counter oh, looking yeah. at Seth, there were, like, 25 Best Buy employees, like, at the front of the store. Just, you just like, all, like, cleaning and sweeping and, like, yeah, fixing exactly. the candy and shit. Yeah. That so I totally sense. get where those girls are coming from. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that definitely happens. But at the same time, it's like Zeph's just like, you know, town weirdo, not... It's not for me. It's for the geese. Yeah. Can I take you out on... Can you go out on... Can I go out on your boat sometime? Sure. I also realized... What about me? This is... Yeah, This is another reason... (laughs) This is another maybe point in your favor that it's taking place in the Northwest. Nobody here has an accent. Nobody here talks like they're from Boston at all. 
Nobody's yep. calling him Charlie St. Cloud. Maryland's pretty washed out, too, so, uh, like, it, it, it could go either way. You're right, but uh, it feels like the Pacific Northwest to me. Like, there's, I don't know. There's not really, like, huge, like, random-ass lakes and shit. I don't know. I've never been around that much of Maryland. Maybe there is. No, it's, Maryland's small, too. Like, it's tiny. Yeah. Like, it's not big. I've been there a lot, but... I, I mean, there was the Chesapeake Bay. Like, there's ever, there's there's a lot of water there. I don't know about lakes. I, I'm sure there's lakes. But anyway, he brings this helicopter or whatever out to the lake. He, like, basically flies it into a flock of geese. They all start pooping? And so he dives underwater, and his brother Him and his there. brother, yeah, him and his brother, like, dive in the water to get away from the poop. And it's, like, the middle of the day. And then Zeph emerges from the water, and it's nighttime. No, it was dusk, because he always meets his brother at dusk. That's why That's why he's checking that board. He's always checking for sunset times, remember? Yeah, but he is, but he comes out of the water probably and it's pitch black. 10 or yeah, 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 seconds yeah. later. And it's <laughs> way later. Yeah, and and we get wet t-shirt contest, Zeph. So we, we don't get, get a shirtless sh- shot, but we, he has a white t-shirt on, and he's soaking wet, which is hilarious to me. We get so many like Zeph fantasy shots in this. Like this is all so wonderful. Like this is if yeah. you want Zeph in any way as like a beefcake, like this is what you <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. We haven't have we gotten to these? No, okay. We haven't even gotten to the dead girl yet, right? We haven't even like really gotten. No, there. we're not. We're okay. not there yet. They have not started their relationship. The, the, the love story in this movie, as of now, is still Zeph and Dead Ghost Brother. Okay, yeah. So we continue on. Ray Liotta shows up again, and Zeph is like, Wait, "Does he who do are this you? before the girl comes in?" No, yep. mm-hmm. the girl. Yeah, no. Really? He, it, Liotta comes first. He says to Charlie, "He says, Charlie St. Cloud, I brought you back from the dead. Does that ring a bell?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So weird. <laughs> And he's, like, all stoked to meet this dude. By the way, why does this dude have a fucking IV in just walking around? Did you notice this, too? Well, he's he's dying. Yeah, but you don't just get to, like, fucking, like, you're not just rogue with your IV, like, all over town. This is, Hey, yeah. man. Okay, whatever. I'm, he's, I, he's a paramedic, I guess. He can do whatever he wants. Apparently. And so Ray Liotta tells Zeph, don't squander the gift. And he's not, he doesn't say what that is. And the only thing that we've seen so far that Zeph is even remotely good at is sailing. And it's like, what, don't squander the gift of sailing? Which I guess really comes back to play. Like, that's sort of like what he shouldn't squander. Yeah, yeah. Although I guess really he's confusing. also talking about life. Yeah, he's just telling him to, like, fuck bitches, get money and stuff, so... That's what I took from it. Then we get to the bar scene where the guy drops the line about nobody wants you as a Okay, so Zeph's friend, Zeph's, Zeph's buddy that he works with, wants him to go to the bar because he really wants him to meet this girl. Not Silicon Valley girl, a different girl. A different girl. Uh, they've been talking about her. She works at some restaurant or something, whatever. And Zeph does some like really cheesy, corny pickup line about like... He's like super unsuave, yeah. We haven't seen you in a while or whatever. Like We don't see you come out much. And he's just like, oh, I only come out when the moon is full. And I'm the girl's a werewolf, like, and she's like, it's not a full moon, you dumbass. But, like, again, this guy looks like Zeph. Like, why are you not flirty with him? Yeah, she's kind of, like, standoffish to Zeph. And she's, like, not super cute, so. No, it's crazy. Yeah, okay, whatever. I guess the only way that, like, that sort of even a little bit makes sense is that she is a have and he's a have not. And so yeah, even maybe. though he's gorgeous, like, she doesn't want to plumb the depths of, like, this poor person pool of like even attractive people don't like they just don't even recognize they don't register for her i don't know rich girls will they'll bang poor dudes but they just won't marry them so like i mean <laughs> i think she would have been pretty cool with him for a night but yeah okay go ahead that was, uh, my brain just got lost but go, <laughs> go ahead. but there is a really like zeph does have like a tender heart because the the black guy said you know says that dickish line and he still wants to fight him and he's just like Hey, like, how is like how's life with Goldman Sachs? <laughs> yeah. the layoffs must be tough. The guy's this like, was oh, a yeah, great scene like, of the movie. This is one of my favorite scenes of the movie. He goes, still got full dental. 
Yeah, that's the, that's, that's such like a sweetheart thing. He's just like, yeah. I'm no, he was and being he just a punches dick. Punches him in the mouth. No, I know that, but like Zeph, like just like making sure that like the guy can pay for like what he's about to do, and he punches him in the mouth. No, this was more like a this was more like a um how do you like them apples when he puts the phone number on the wall? This was kind of like that. I could see it. Robin Williams was in it. Ben Affleck, Casey Affleck. Goodwill Hunting, uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a Goodwill Hunting type move. It is more so than Zeph being concerned about his dental plan. Like a how opinion. do you like them apples move? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, it's a it's a how do you like them apples move kind of thing. <laughs> For sure. He gets punched in the face and he goes outside and then he talks to the Silicon Valley girl who I think is either at the party or out. Like, I don't remember where... She's, she's staring through the window at him, remember? The whole time. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's with her sailing coach and she's looking through the window and she starts to, like, see what Zeph's up to. And it's just such an awkward conversation. Like, he does not know how... He doesn't know how to talk to anybody, really, except for his brother. And even the brother thing, like, they don't, he doesn't really have down Pat. Like, it's still awkward with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, super unsuave Zeph. I don't know why, but... But yeah. Is this the part where he's on her boat as he comes out, or is it not yet? Um, I, I don't this, remember. I, I mixed those two. I don't know, like, the order of things, because, like, sometimes I took a lot of notes, and sometimes I took no notes, and yeah, I was just same. here. I was, I was just, like, like, watching it, and then I wasn't paying attention, but, like, I, I mean, like, I was either paying attention to the movie or, like, paying attention to notes. Okay, so anyways, he talks to her. Like, he, like, sees her in passing or something. I, I don't really know. She goes out on the boat. She's going to go... Directly she wants to sail around the, the storm. world. Yeah, and she's going to go into the storm, and the guy's like, don't sail into the storm, you dumb bitch. And she's like, N- okay, fine. And she's like, here's the storm. Going to go into it. Scene cuts. And we get her there the next day, asleep no, on you the missed. A, you missed a lot. What did I miss? You missed their whole date. No. Yeah. He finds her. He finds her on the ground before the I know how to cook. Scene. Okay. Okay. So okay, this is okay. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up like this because I'm so confused about this timeline. Timeline is she takes off, goes into the, the storm. storm. Scene cuts. He finds her in the graveyard with a cut on her forehead. Yes, with a big gash on her forehead. Right. She's clearly concussed and needs to go to a hospital. Neither of them think that's a good idea. Zeph's just going to rub her face for a little bit. Cool. He, like, cleans it up. Yes. She's, then that's the whole... He goes, hey, I know how to cook, which is, like, a really terrible pickup line. But, but it works. But it works. It was kind of cute, and it was endearing. And he asked if she wants beer or wine, and they're both, like... 17 or 18, so I don't know. They're not. There's a five-year jump. Oh, you're right. Oh, God. Okay. So they're both, like, 22 or 23. Yes. And they have a date, and, like, it's going pretty well. It's really awkward, and then, like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's like, oh, you miss your dead brother? And you're like, what the Which is weird. But then they have, like, the sexiest map reading I've ever seen. Like, she goes to the wall, and she's, like, tracing her finger down, like, oh, this is where I'm going to sail around. Before this... You know this, like, when she's doing that, like, sultry, like, lean back, girl, sit, sexually pose? I have never seen a woman do that in real life. I was thinking, <laughs> and I have absolutely never seen a woman do that in real life. Well, she does it in this movie, and then she goes over the wall I've and does I've seen it, it a lot in movies, but I've never seen it in real life. Like, you know, you just got, like, a girl that's just, like, lounging there, like, trying to look cute. It's just, like, a really awkward thing. Yeah, I've never seen that in real life. I had to, I had to stop and think about that for a minute. <laughs> And, uh, she, like, starts tracing the wall, and, like, it's super, it's, I don't know how she does it, but, like, she does it in a way that's, like, super sexy, and then Zeph starts kissing on her, 
and they start kissing like he kisses yeah. her back and then they make out a little bit and she's like wait i'm leaving in a week like this isn't a good idea and she leaves and then he follows her outside with a candle a gravekeeper does not have a flashlight <laughs> he carries a candle i don't know if you noticed that or not but he definitely has one tea light inside a jar oh, that he takes out I wait so I so at this moment I am literally in my notes this is Rachel's gonna show up here I'm literally typing in my notes is this a girl's idea of romance and Rachel looks at me and goes graveyard sex ooh and then I was like perfect I know I loved you for a reason he follows her out to the graveyard, and they have yeah. sex in the graveyard, and then he wakes up. In the up rain, just... in the graveyard, or like in this like <laughs> fog, yeah, with the candle. Yeah. <laughs> and he wakes up, and he's staring at a goose, and what does he see at the goose? He said, he's got like a, like a one-liner for the goose. Oh yeah, I don't remember either. He's like, yeah, we're not friends now, or something. Like, he says oh, something Oh, weird. oh, 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 no. What he's, is it? Okay, so she said, before that, she says, he says about the scar, because he's like, he's, he's like reluctant to take off his shirt, or like talk about his scars and she's like hey they what? saved totally your life they're this. beautiful oh no no because she says hey they saved your life they're beautiful and he's like oh this woman accepts me for who i am like i'm okay with that then he wakes up and he's staring at the goose and he says to the goose shirtless again right yes and yes. he says this doesn't change anything that's right that's right that's what he said yeah that's what he says so they're banging in this graveyard full of goose shit because they can't get rid of the geese and they're shitting everywhere that's the whole premise of the geese yeah, that was really hot. And so the girl is gone, <laughs> and then he goes and finds the little brother, and the little brother is freaking the fuck out. And he's talking about how, like, you chose her over me, and, like, why did you bring her? And, like, all of a sudden she's back in the woods, and, like, everything is yeah. falling oh, apart. And like before this, but wait, before this, though, just a little tidbit about this, he he brings the magazine to the brother, and the little brother's, like, trying to keep it, to, like, fab to, to off it. To. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck is going This relationship is so weird it's 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 super super awkward so the brother's like the brother's like super heated pissed at him and they're like having this like almost ready to brawl moment and then is this when it rains no well so then in in that same scene there's a couple there's a couple great great lines that he's talking to the girl zev is talking to the girl and he says the more i'm in your world the, the less i can be in his and she says back to him you didn't die in that car crash, Charlie. And then he <laughs> turns to the camera and says, actually, I did. <laughs> yes, crying. I know. Yes, I have that in my notes, too. Yeah. Actually, I did <gasps> Oh, God, die. I love this movie so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. He Actually, I did. And by the way, I mean, we don't really know it now, but but they're in the same world. So, actually, he's probably getting closer to both of them by being weirdo and talking to more dead people. Little Franco didn't bring him away from his brother. It's so weird. So then he goes to a bar, right? He, he's, like, just drinking No, he's at his house. He's at his house, and he's drinking Jack out of the bottle. Fucking awesome. Classic Joe 2 move. Classic Joe move, yes. But then he goes to a bar to, I guess, continue the drinking, and there's a couple local police officers. Yeah, he goes back to the same bar that he punched the dude's face in. But it's daytime now, and there's a couple, like, local sheriffs and Donna Logue, and they're like, can we have everybody's attention? There's a girl missing. We find out that it's Silicon Valley girl, and Zeph says, basically, I know where she is. Yeah. He says, he, like, flashes back through his head of, like, the, you should find me, Charlie, 
or something, and he's like, I know where she is. But we cut to her, and we cut back to, like, when she leaves her house, and she's like, all right, dog, time to go for a walk, and the dog just, like, runs out the dog door, and she's a chase after him, and, like, yes. people on the street aren't responding to her, and then yes. she sees through the window that, like, they're making this announcement, and, and then Zeph they do the same thing her. again. Yeah, but, like, somebody else doesn't see her, remember? Like, there's, yeah, like, like a scene where she's not there. Yeah. Which I was also thinking about how funny that would be for that actress, like, just actively, like, not pay attention to this woman. Like, I know you're, like, yeah. in a scene, but, like, she's running down the street, like, Julie, grab the dog, and, like, look to the dog, but not look to the woman. Like, man, that's acting. Like, acting is weird. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that would have to be a really weird position to be in. You're right. I didn't think about it. She sees them making the announcement, and he looks at her through the window, and you're like, oh, shit, she's dead now, too. Cause, Third like, cry. So then I, had to, I rewound the movie, because I was like, what did I just miss? And I rewound it back five minutes. I didn't miss anything. It's just like weird time jumps and like they're just like flashbacks. Hey. There's flashbacks, time jumps, and her being a ghost. So and you have to piece all three of those together. And it's yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Agreed. Yeah, it's so so weird. What? I, oh God. What? I I have so many like notes that don't make sense. Oh, so this um, so the by the way, his friend is just drinking gin like a straight savage, like just fucking Tangare out of the bottle. Who the fuck Which comes back this? later in the movie in a kind of a funny joke. Ye- okay, I don't In the hospital. It. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I do remember it. So, I'm like wondering how ghost sex is... Because he definitely just fucked a ghost, by the way. Well, yeah, so that's what I'm not sure. Like, was So that whole date, did that not happen? No. So that was all made up. It was all dead brother zombie sex. So, at the end of the movie... No, it, hap- grumpy- it happened, because he can see dead people. But it, but it happened, but she was dead. But she wasn't dead. Yeah, she was in Charlie Limbo, dude. This this movie's all about the levels of death. Because, so if the way that... you don't understand that... that I don't think <laughs> we... The way that it's described in the novel, supposedly, is that she shipwrecks, and the suit that she's wearing prevents hypothermia for a week. So she's gone for a week, and then Zeph saves her. She's gone for three days. Whatever. She's gone for, like, she can survive up to a week. And then Zeph finds her and, like, uses his body warmth to keep her warm. Oh, dude, that was so creepy, by the way, too. First of all, we get the whole, okay, so he steals the boat. He goes and, like, steals the dude's boat. The dude comes with him. The small child kid is holding down this large fisherman. Doesn't make any sense. The dude's a fucking gardener, and this like fishermen just being held down by him and then they're like okay we're gonna go look for him and then they spend like i think like it's like one extra day looking for her and zeph's like i know exactly where she would have been she because they call the search off yeah they call the search we're not gonna look anymore like we don't know where she is like we follow her trail she's not there we give up and it's like so fast. It's so fast they give yeah, up. They, yeah, they they're just like I'm out. Like yeah, you're right. Because she's gone for three days, and like I don't know if there's like you know two days of Zeph crying or something. But like that search would at least be like a week. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. give it some time before they leave in the boat. He has a conversation with her, and she says, "Why are you the only one who can see me, Charlie?" And he says, and this makes no sense, "I can see you because I can see Sam." Yeah. Fine, but that's not an explanation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I can see you because I can see my dead brother too. Obviously, dumbass. Yeah, and I can see dead Franco. Like obviously, like what? Like yeah. what, are you, what are you not getting? About this? <laughs> yeah, what is is not getting through your thick dead skull? And so then, before he leaves, we also get Ray Liotta's wife comes up to Zeph and says, Ray "Yeah, Liotta out of nowhere, died. out of nowhere, Ray Liotta just wills Zeph this fucking medal." And it's Saint Jude, the patron saint, or the patron saint of law causes 
And Zeph's like, I don't believe in lost causes. And his wife is like, neither did he. That's why you guys are perfect for each other. Yeah. And then, like, that's all the motivation he needs to go find Silicon Valley. No, but if he knew where he, if he knew where she was, he must have been dicking around for a couple days then. Well, because that's what doesn't make any sense. Like, he should have taken off immediately and been like, yo, I know where this chick is. Let's go right now. And they're like, no, the thing's called off. I think they just skip like four days really quick right there. Well, because what doesn't make sense is that the reason he knows where she is is because he found out from her on the date. When she's doing her sexy map reading, she's like, I'm going to go down here and go around the Cape. He knows, he tells Donna Logue, like, she's going to be here. He's like, that's 20 miles off course. And he says, yeah, but she wanted to see how they could get around, like, in in shitty weather. And this is where she's going to be, I promise. Yeah, yeah, she flew, she drove into the storm. But, like, if that date didn't happen, then Zeph just, like, intuited that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. No, yeah, that's what I'm... No, the date definitely happened. He sees dead people, he fucked a ghost, this really happened. I'm so confused. Why? Because I think the date... I don't. I just don't think the movie's in order. No, the movie's in perfect order. Well, no, because he patches her She was her gone. Up. She's on the rock for three days, dying of hypothermia, and he can see her at the same time because she's in limbo. That's what's going on. Wait, so... Oh. She shipwrecks the night... The night that, they, that he sees... That she sees him through the window. Yeah. That night... Is is the date? Is when he finds her in the graveyard. The next morning, he finds her in the graveyard because she goes out, and the boat scene's not real, and the all these other things aren't real. She leaves him a note that says, "Come find me," which he actually sees in real life, though. Yeah, because he could talk to dead people. So that's a dead person note. Yeah, he had dead person sex. Why can't you? Why oh, can't they write God. notes? I guess. I guess. I guess. I don't know. His brother it's... ripped the magazine. Yeah, that's true. I want to see, like, a Fight Club version of this movie. Well, we yeah, of, I know, right? We do yeah. it in one scene, because we see him talking to Dead Franco, and we see it from the crazy British, like, the, you know, the, the dickish British yeah, friend yeah, yeah. or whatever, and you just see Zeph, like, talking to nobody. You're but right, I we do need the Fight Club version of Charlie St. Cloud. We, that would be pretty awesome. Just him throwing the, this ball off of a tree all the time, just bouncing. Because at one point, he also gets, like, a nut shot from the baseball. Like, yeah. his little brother throws the baseball, so, like, I so want to see... punch himself in the dick with the baseball. Yeah, that's that's what's gotta happen. Yeah, no, dead people, in this movie, he can talk to dead people, dead people can do physical things, and that's what happens. That's it's what kind of missing. amazing. It's amazing. Okay, okay. You just weren't open to it. But, I just okay. wasn't... I, I gotta watch it again. That's, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. She tells him where they are, and then he gets out the boat, they go... Well, he and his British friend go steal Donna Logue's boat. Yeah, we were talking about this. this and they're like, and they're like, he, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. And then he jumps on it. But like, he's not even mad. Like, he's mad that they're stealing his boat. And then like, all of a sudden, like, everybody's cool. They're going to go find this girl. Also, if you were a sailing coach, wouldn't you be in like out there already, like looking yeah. for her like every day? One hundred percent. Yeah, I think so too. He says to Zeph, "You didn't even know her. Like, where? How do you know where she would be? You didn't even know her." Which again proves your point that it wasn't real. And Zeph's like, "It wasn't real, but it was real." It's what I would have done. Like, that's, this is exactly what I would have done. So, like, yes. he knows in his heart or whatever, whatever. Yes. He's like, I'm going to find Tess. But the, the important thing here is that he chooses her over Ghost Boy, who's left to roam the woods by himself. Yeah, for and even though everybody gone. knows this in the entire movie, they have to have the best friend, Aussie, remind Zeph that he's like, it's almost sunset, buddy. If we left now, we could get back <laughs> by sunset. And he's like, ugh. And he's like, we could let her die. She's probably not going to make it. He's like, ugh. Like,
like, and then he cries again, fourth cry. And then we get a series of what seems like four or five different scenes or four or five different shots of Zeph just looking teary-eyed in front of, like, a gorgeous sunset. And it's just, I like, think, I think this crying. was before this. This was before this. Well, no, 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 because it's when he's on the boat. Like, earlier he's thinking about her, but then on the boat, too, like, as he's looking for her, yeah. as the sun is okay. setting, yeah. he's crying about her, this he's crying about his brother. This is gorgeous shots of the boat, of, like, just the sunset behind Zeph and him looking pensive. Man, like, it's, all, it's, all beautiful, it's all beautiful cinematography. Yeah, it is. <laughs> If I shot a Zep movie, it would look a lot like this. You're right. They're on a boat, and he sees a literal shooting star, like, crash oh, into I, an island. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he watches a star because he's looking up in the night sky or whatever. I wonder whatever. if the star was dead or real. Maybe it's mm. the girl. Maybe that's her soul coming back to Earth. <gasps> oh, maybe. Let's get real philosophical. So he sees this, and, like, instead of, like, getting the boat closer or something, he stra- he takes a shirt off, straps on a vest, Dives into the water. <laughs> yeah, the vest the, gets snagged. No, but on the he has boat? like a fishing line on himself somehow. It's weird. <sighs> okay, I don't understand this. It's all it's just an excuse for him to be shirtless again. Yes, I think, shirtless and wet again. Off. Yes, and he like sees the boat like overturned. He gets into this cave and sees her basically shivering near death on the ground, and he just sort of like drapes himself over her. And I wrote down, "Oh, transfer your scar to her, Zeph." Give her your scar. Bring her back to life with your scar. <laughs> but we miss, like, him getting stuck, right? Did we talk about that? Well, he just gets snagged on the side of the boat by something. Yeah, he, like, because he has, like, the vest and this weird fishing line string on him, and then he gets stuck, and so he's going to die again, but he can't die because he has to save her, and he already lost his dead brother. He goes back, so he, like, yeah, he finds her on the in the cave or on a, on a rock somewhere, and then they have this really weird, creepy cuddle session so weird. So this reminds me, this is, it's not really, so in a really, I think, early episode of the X-Files, they are out in, like, the freezing wilderness, and eventually, I think, Mulder and Scully get, not married, but they basically start dating, they have a kid together, uh, all sorts of whatever, but early on, they're not like that, and they both get naked, and they get into a sleeping bag at one point to keep each other warm, so I'm like, oh, this is like a straight-up X-Files moment, that, like, she's there, yeah. he, like, unzips her, and then, like, puts his warm body on her warm body, or her, I guess, cooling body now, and then basically just falls asleep, and then the next thing we see is him waking up in the hospital, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, because he sees a light, and you're like, oh, he's about to die, and then it's just a helicopter coming to rescue them. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep, that's how it goes, yeah. And then he wakes up in the hospital, and he reaches for a cup of water, and he just drinks a sip. Spoiler alert! Go ahead. And it's just just, gin. It's just gin, and the guy, his, his Aussie friend or whatever, is sleeping next to him. He's just like... Hey, like it takes like, it's like kind of a dick move to spill your friend's gin, and he's like, "Just give me water." Like it's such a weird. Yeah. Like, and why does he I leave can't... it on his tray? Like not Don't like know. On the... okay, yeah, whatever, cool little joke. Break the tension of the you know seventh dead person we see already. Wonder if his friend is real. Oh, maybe, maybe not. Oh! That, would be, that would be amazing. Maybe I came on to something. Oh man. Then people are like, "What are you gonna do now? Like now that you save this girl, like what are you gonna do?" He's like, "I'm gonna sail around the world, and they're yeah. gonna go off together." But, but then, with what money that, agreed? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, "Where the fuck did you get graveyard money to like just get like a dope boat?" I think he's gonna use her money. No, no, uh, he doesn't. Because he already shows up with the boat, and she pretends like she doesn't know who he is. Well, he he apparently finds some like shitty boat that he's gonna like salvage. Yeah. Okay. Time in this movie is not a like it's not a flat circle. Time like, there's is a just, flat circle. Yeah. It, it just goes like there's just like huge jumps. Like he finds like a shitty boat, then all of a sudden it's like sailable. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. But before he leaves with her, 
he has to have that final powwow with his brother, and he says something like, sorry I had to break your deal, and the brother's like, it's okay, it's time. And the brother, you get that, like, weird scene of the brother, brother running towards the light and, like, sees all this dope shit that they did together, and, like, is gone. He, like, frees him. And Zeph says to him, we'll always be brothers. And, like, that's, like, that's the whole point of the movie, like, brotherly love is the most important thing of all. Except if there's, like, a hot chick that's dying, and then you go save her and fuck your brother. Yep. And then they sail, they literally sail off into the sunset No, no, no in you miss, like, the whole scene where she, like, shows up and he's like uh hey how you feeling and she's like good but i have all these creepy dreams and he's like about what and she's like you and he's like oh yeah they were real and she's like what and he's like yeah that happened remember do you remember all this i do remember that uh, I did. I don't know why I didn't take any notes, but like same. It was whatever, really quick. It was like thirteen seconds of conversation. Whatever he says to her, basically, you know, they're like, "Art, right, we're in love now. We're gonna go sail around the world together." Because they just sail off on a boat into the sunset. Yeah, that was it. The end of the movie. My last five notes for this yep. movie are: fourth cry, shirtless again, Zef stuck, creepiest cuddle session ever. That was weird. That's how my notes end. <laughs> Those are pretty good notes. Yeah. Zeph learned how to sail a boat for this. Oh, he cool. He did three weeks of intensive training and apparently got so good at it or was so naturally good at it that most shots that were like long shots of just him on the boat, they didn't need a stunt double for. So like in those, like they'll just have somebody who's like really good at sailing a boat just yeah. there. Like he just did it, which is kind of cool. That is really cool. Good for him. I wish I had three weeks to just take off to just learn to sail a boat for no reason, but go ahead. Right? No. Amanda Crew, the Silicon Valley girl, also learned how to sail a boat. Do you know... Okay, so here... this is. I'm going to give you one guess, because it's going to be weird. There was somebody else who was like... Who auditioned for the part, who almost got the part, but producers at the last minute said no for the, the test role, the Silicon Valley girl. Who do you think was originally going to star across from Zeph in this movie? Vanessa Hudgens. No. Uh, crazier. Crazier. Crazier? Yeah. Brittany Murphy. Crazier. Crazier? I don't know then. Lindsay Lohan. Oh no, that would have been good. This was at the <clears throat> time where she was that like she was doing cocaine and driving, mind. yeah, and like driving cars into shit, yeah. And so sense. producers were like, oh, we can't insure her to like be on a boat. Like she might like die. Like, there's like, a very <laughs> real chance that she could die. Oh, that's gonna, awesome. We can't do this. So they kicked her out and they found Amanda Crew, which was a good choice. She's she's a little bit more wholesome. Lindsay Lohan was was definitely not the most wholesome at this point. But I would have loved for her and Zap to start doing drugs together and then they both wound up in celebrity rehab. That would have been way cooler. But we probably wouldn't have Zack Attack. See, what dream just got shot to shit. To make this movie... Zeph dropped out of Footloose, which I really want to see him in. Was he supposed to be in it? He was supposed to be in Footloose, I guess, and then dropped out of it to do this movie instead. Good choice, Zeph. The guy who directed this movie also directed Seventeen again, which we're going to get to... Seventeen again? Seventeen again. Twenty Seventeen again, which we're going to get to either next month or after High School Musical, somewhere in this this range. I think maybe it's next month's movie. I don't know. I thought High School Musical was next. No, that's April. We have March. I think I want to say March is 2017 again. Let me see here. Yeah, so we have Charlie St. Cloud today on February 1st, then Entourage on the 15th, and then March 1st is 17 again. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so now it's going to be really cool to compare Charlie St. Cloud versus 17 again. Yep. To see what, yeah, how it works, yeah. Because these are like his two really big breakout roles, I think. Right, like High School Musical was like he was the Disney star. So yeah. these are like his first like actual movies, and I remember Charlie St. Cloud was like the first like zest lust fest 
Zeph Lustfest. So my last bit of trivia for this movie, and Go I ahead. don't know how this is trivia. I pasted this to you today. Someone wrote on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, this was awesome. This Go is, ahead. again, verbatim. Zac Efron's eyes look more blue in this movie than his previous movies before Charlie St. Cloud. You can see more dark blue in his eyes. That's trivia. That's, then, that's a good fact. If, if we were playing Trivial Pursuit right now, I think I might have got that one. And then what's better about that is that 19 of 28 people <laughs> yes, found it interesting. I know. So, so not only is there one dumb 14-year-old that wrote that, there's 19 other dumb 14-year-olds that like Charlie St. Cloud enough to wind up on the IMDb that wound up in the trivia section and then was like, you know what? His eyes were really blue and liked it. <laughs> like, what? I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, dude, that's weird, man. So, sad news in terms of the mailbag. We have no new mail. Jess didn't write us any mail. Okay, cool. So, all of your listener, all of our listeners are letting us down. All of our listener, all of our listener is letting us down. Jess, I don't know why you didn't write us another letter this month, but you have... I need another picture of your dog's dick sent to Joey, please. Oh, God, no, please, no. So, that's <laughs> that's a failure. You can you can email us at zackattack at, G- at zackattackatcageclub.me is the email address. So, just yes. email us that. Email us whatever. I'll read whatever on air. It doesn't matter. Yes. He'll read it off the teleprompter. Okay. Go ahead. So, now, we're going to play the Google game, which we still don't have a name for. So, this is where I type in Charlie St. Cloud, Zach Efron, and then you try to guess the autocomplete answers. So, the ones that are on here that you're not going to guess are... Watch online, quotes, full movie online, full movie, watch, and interview. So what are the other things that you think people searched for in this movie? Zach Efron. There, there are one, two, there's only three. Zach Efron Boat? No, surprisingly. Zach Can you imagine for a second, like last time we were talking about how like it was the haircut, it was the jacket, it was the suit, and they're all things that like girlfriends could be like, hey, like wear this, honey. Like is this this one? Is this one in the same? It just just is like a tiny hint. Is this one in the same vein or no? Some of them are, some of them are not. But can you imagine like if boat was one of them? Like just like some really rich girl was like, hey, honey, I bought you a boat. Like wink, wink, it's the Zac Efron boat. Like (laughs) you need Zac Efron. Yeah, I was see I like to think of it of like how I would look for the movie if I didn't know what the title of it was. So that's what the boat was coming from. Not okay. That somebody was looking to buy the boat. Okay. Zach Efron shirtless. No, surprisingly. Zach Efron crying? No. Zach there are Efron two that are, dead brother. No, dead there are brother. two that are very similar to the last movie, and there's one that's different. Haircut, hairstyle. Hair is one. Okay. Um that's it. That's all I got. Then there's one that's just Zac Efron wearing. Like, I guess, like, what is he wearing in this movie? And then the last one, which I'm surprised we didn't get for New Year's Eve, which I feel like we m- might get again or maybe would have gotten for Neighbors, Age? is Zac Efron, Charlie St. Cloud workout. Oh! That's dudes, probably. Like, how do I get this fucking oh. ripped? I think that that's girls trying to find pictures of him working out for this movie. Maybe. That's what my guess is. Damn. Okay. Damn. Charlie St. Cloud trailer. No, now I have to search Charlie St. Cloud workout. Okay. You ready? I'm going to put the thing here. Okay. All right. Let me know when you're ready to watch it. Yeah. See, 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 see. There is. Yeah. He like, there's like a whole thing about his workout and like deleted scenes from the movie and stuff. So they were trying to find that. Circuit training to a Navy SEAL workout. Yes, see, told you. It's not... The secret to his workout is to constantly switch between cardio and strength training. 
Yeah, there you go. He did P90X. Cool. Okay. I got the trailer up. I moved it back to the beginning. Tell me when you're ready to start. All right. Three, two, one, play. Okay. Let me turn on. Click like. Watch more videos. All right. Lots of boats. Cutting inside. So this makes it look like it's going to be a competitive boating movie. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a lot of boating in this. Like, here's a question for you. Are his biceps bigger in any movie than they are in this? Like, he's... he's yeah, Neighbors, he was huge, dude. Yeah, that's fair. There's Kim Basinger, who, like, we just just disappears from the movie. Okay. Oh, he is leaving for Stanford. Okay. Oh, yeah, Dad left. Dad, Dad didn't die. He, like, oh, shit. So we see the death in the trailer. Glad we didn't watch this. We see the first cry in the trailer. And we see the funeral in the trailer, too. Second cry in the trailer. And he's running, running and crying, and he falls. Falls, and dead brother throws Crying again. See, dead brother rolls it back. Zombie brother. I thought we had a deal. Oh, man. Crying. He's crying this entire trailer. Yeah, I mean, it's good. The verge of tears there. Hey. No, it's okay, man. Have another. It's not like there's a big Dude, this deal. is like every oh, right. good shot of the movie. This is why I don't watch trailers. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? I was just looking at you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about this scene where see? he's like hitting on her and hitting on her boat. Today's the day. And they're not throw a slider. Yeah. Also, I don't remember this. You remember that? I don't like, remember this scene at no, all. they cut that out. I don't out. remember that scene at all. Because also, like, 10 year old kids should not throw sliders because they like destroy their elbow. Excellent. Yeah, shoulder. Right? Wine. No, I think it's the elbow. That's Maybe shoulder. Oh yeah, here. Oh yeah. Oh, cause she. Yeah, cause she's in Silicon Valley Girls in the magazine, and the kid's like, "Oh, she's sexy. I want to jerk off." To yeah. Her. Here we go. Here we go. Dead girl graveyard sex. Oh, oh. yeah. This summer. This summer. I wish you could come with me. Oh god, that looks like a Titanic shot. Yeah, that's perfect. This is great. Like this, I mean, this is again. Like if you want to just skip the entire. Why did you bring her? The more I'm in your world, the less I. And there's another great line. You should be out in the world, living your life. Living your life out in the world. Live. Oh, there's Zac Efron. Look at him looking pensive again, and the candle. He has the candle. So sad. Yes. Oh, she blew the candle out. Oh, she blew it out. Super we'll sexual. We'll always be brothers. Oh, wow. I... This was the whole fucking movie. I'm so glad we didn't actually watch that. Yep. We wouldn't have needed to watch this movie at all. It's amazing. Yeah, that was amazingly terrible. It like just ruining the whole movie. If you didn't watch the movie and then listen to this, at least don't watch the trailer. Well, I mean, I guess we ruined <laughs> it anyways. So. Okay. Yeah. So the next episode we're doing is the Entourage TV show. It's season six, episode nine. So this was after I stopped watching the show. First of all, I've I've like I've watched maybe two episodes of Entourage ever. I watched the, the first West one. three or four years, I think, out of eight. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I know people that love the show. It was too brotastic for me. So I'm excited to see Zeph in it. So it's an but episode I won't know called... none of the context. I won't know any of the things besides just Zeph. No, but like it. you will because everything you think you know about Entourage, you know about Entourage. Like there's yeah, there's no hidden true. depths there. Okay, I mean like I, I won't know any of the characters or like what's why they're doing stuff. I, yeah, I don't a, think so. Let me give you Entourage one on one right now. Go for it. So we have the main guy. We have Vinny Chase. 
Adrian Grenier. He is the movie star. He's the Mark Wahlberg of this world because Entourage is based off Mark Wahlberg's life. So okay. it's like Mark Wahlberg's crew. So he's the oh, movie star. Oh, it's based star. on Mark Wahlberg's life? Yeah, he's That's an executive lame. producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super lame. Okay, go ahead. So we got Vinny Chase. He's the movie star. We got E, Eric, I think. Just call him E. He's sort yeah, of he's his manager. Turtle, the one kind guy, of. right? What? Who's Ari Gold? Ari is the his agent. Power okay. agent, super important guy, curses a lot of time, really heightened. Ari has a gay assistant called Lloyd. Lloyd is the best character on the show. Okay. E is Eric is Eric, I think, the manager, Vinny's best friend. Uh, we got Johnny Drama, who is yeah, Vince's brother, I think, and he's kind of the cook. He's always cooking things. Then there's Turtle, Jerry Ferrara, who used to be fat and then got skinny after the TV show before the movie, so the movie was all jokes about how he got skinny. And he's just sort of like their driver, I think. And so okay. that's Entourage 101. That's all you need yeah, to know. sounds pretty dumb. Yeah, so there. this episode that we're going to watch is called Security Briefs. Old briefs? Okay, cool. Yep. We're going to get some Zeph underwear shots. I'm going to read you the synopsis. The boys worry about security at the house. Adam Davies' revenge for Ari stealing Zac Efron as a client involves Lloyd. Oh. Drama turns into a private eye to find Vince's new stalker. Ashley demands a more honest relationship with Eric. So, Entourage episodes are only half an hour long. I'm guessing Zeph's going to be on screen for maybe five minutes if we're lucky. Yeah, maybe five. It actually sounds even more like a reference than it does anything else. I, he'll be in it, though. He's credited. He's low, but he's credited. Okay, cool. We're going to find so, out. Good luck to us with that, with the Zeph special edition bonus Woo-hoo. episode. All right, yeah. now, do you have any other notes about Charlie St. Cloud that we did not get to? To be honest, I know you said that like this was like a great movie for me, and it does check off all the Zeph boxes, but I was kind of disappointed by the lack of surprise of other Zeph things. I mean, we got a crying and a running at the same time, yep. which I like, but I think Neighbors did it a little bit better. We, I, I, liked, I liked the wet t-shirt contest part. That was pretty cool because we didn't really get a wet t-shirt contest before. I think we like, you know, we may- maybe did a Neighbors, but not like full-on Zeph solo shot montage of shirtless, you know, wet, wet t-shirt Zeph. I-, I was too caught up in the whole like, are they dead or are they not dead type thing. Overall, I give this movie a three and a half. That's out of five? Yeah. I loved it just because I wanted to talk about it. Like, it's not a movie that I loved I wa- it because I want to talk about it. I did. It was, it's perfect for Zack Attack. It was, like, written for us for this moment. We will never be better than this. This is the Pinnacle Zack movie to me. But I kind of liked the elements of surprise we get with some of the other Zeph picks a little bit better. Like, this was, this was, like you said, if I wrote a Zeph movie, it would have been this. And because of that, it was too cookie cutter for me. That's fair. I think that's fair. Like, it was everything I was expecting, but at the same time, it left no surprise for me. Shitty yeah. movie, lots of, like, everything I want from Zeph, the, like, shots. Like I, like you said, I absolutely would have made this exact same film. I would have shot it the same way. I would have put the sunset behind him every time. I would have, like, <laughs> made his eyes look the bluest they've ever been in any Zeph film ever. This is what I would have done. I mean, hopefully you've watched the movie by this point. Probably watch it. It's worth, it's yeah. worth watching, right? I mean, it's yeah. not necessarily... Like, I wish we had a little bit good. more Little Franco. I wish we had more Little Franco in this. Me too. Game. I hate, I mean, like, I think any premise about baseball is kind of boring. So that, I was like, eh. The boating I mean, the thing imp- was cool. The important thing is that Zeph is really in every scene. Yes. This is his first big movie. We've seen some movies that he didn't have any scenes in. This is a full-on Zeph film. This, I yeah, this is it, man. Do it. I would watch it. 
If you're a Zeph fan, if you're listening to us, you definitely like him enough that you're a fan that you'd watch this movie. <laughs> There you go. That's all you need to know. So any of your last thoughts, or is that is that it? That's it. Drop the mic. I'm out. So two weeks, we'll see you for Entourage. Then two weeks after that, we're going to see you for Zeph and Team again. And then March, or April, I mean, is the big month. Three High School Musical movies. Triplicate. And then it's The trilogy it's, of High School Musical. God, I can't wait to get drunk and watch these with you and Rachel. It's going to be so, uh, Yeah, so it's going to be fun. We're, we're planning a, like a in, a live, drunk movie day where we just watch all the fucking high school musicals. I don't know how I'm going to get through it. My ADD doesn't work like that. It's going to take me way too long to like pause and pee and shit like that. But with a couple bottles of Jack, I think we can make it through. It's going to be great. And I cannot wait. So awesome. for all things Zack Attack, you can go to cageclub.me or facebook.com slash cageclub. See all the movies that we've done. You know what's coming up next. So you can prepare for those. Check out other shows on our network. All sorts of stuff to do at those two places. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll see you next time on Zack Attack. Shit! Get your towels ready, it's about to go down! Everybody in the place hit the fucking deck! But stay on your motherfucking toes! We running this, let's go! I'm on a boat!